Hello, and thank you for joining us today for our BNI San Diego podcast. I'm really privileged to have a colleague, a friend, one of our local BNI San Diego members or referral partners as we talk about them, uh, Alex Terranova. And Alex Terranova is a uh, executive coach, leadership coach, um, does amazing things uh, on the the coaching side with individuals and helping them get to the next level. Alex, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So Alex, tell us a little bit about you. It's Alex Terranova Coaching. Yep. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background and what you do and how you support. Uh, and and I know that you're you're predominantly working with men on the yep. coaching side, but uh, I, let tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah. So I help men become the leaders that their companies and families can be proud of. So what the way that that looks is it's one-on-one coaching, it's group coaching, there's men's groups. I lead uh, men's leadership retreats. Oh, very nice. And what I really like to support men around, what I have success and I enjoy is men often think their energy goes to one of two places. They're like work, they're like all in at work and then their home life and their health is suffering. You know, how many men do you know, right? Who are like stressed. So they're not exercising. They're not eating well. They're not connecting with their family because they're pouring it all into work because they think that's so important. And it is. As men, that's what we, I mean, I think it's almost that's what we've taught, right? That's yeah. what, yeah. And, and I honestly think this applies to many women too, because women to be successful in business, they've taken on this same, this same attitude. Yeah. And then there's the other group, which is so committed to their family, so committed to their health. And then their business might be struggling. And it seems like people are are struggling to win in all these areas. So I really get to step in and help people become the leaders of every area of their life. So they're leading in their work. They're leading in their finances. They're leading in their marriages. They're leading with their kids, which ultimately, if you're leading, you are taking the reins and the control of your life, as much control as we can. And you're driving everything to go in the direction that you want it to go. And we get outside of that this or that we get to like, what if we could have it all? So as, as a guy, I understand how unbalanced I am. Yeah. Now I do realize, you know, what's, what's the term work-life balance. I'm not a proponent so much of work, but life balance, more yeah. work-life management. Uh-huh. Sometimes there are going to be, we're going to be out of balance and that's okay for a short period of time. But just knowing, knowing myself and how out of balance I can get having someone like you that can really create a, a roadmap, um, kind of a destination and, and things to kind of be aware of is incredibly important, especially right now. You know, I was, I was talking to a friend just the other day who's from Europe and um, they're, they're, you know, they actually take time down. Yeah. They take down time. <laughs> we yeah. as Americans, all we do is work. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I think of it, I don't, I'm not a believer in balance because nothing in life is perfectly balanced, even nature, right? All the seasons aren't exactly the same length for the perfect amount of time. Well, I like to look at it as like a teeter totter Yeah, and, and think of it, it ebbs and it flows, you know, you're moving up and down, but a lot of us, it's like, we're down consistently in spots and up in other spots or down in all spots, you know, sometimes, but I think of it, when, when I think about this, it's it's from an integrity, commitment, and discipline conversation. If you if we go back hundreds and hundreds of years, 
as human beings, we had to be disciplined. We had to be consistent. We would have died, right? If as men, we weren't protecting our village and hunting, our tribe would not have survived, right? And, 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 And so over time, because of technology and amazing, wonderful things, we've become so comfortable that you and I could just not get out of bed for a week and everything would be fine, right? We might find find ourselves in like stressed out when we come back, yeah. all the things that back up, but like we wouldn't die. We wouldn't become homeless for, for many of us, especially people listening to this kind of podcast. And that comfort, that level of comfort, I think has actually become a thing that has been weaponized in a way against us, to, like subconsciously, that we now view discipline and commitment and integrity as kind of like not like they're like bad, harsh words mm-hmm. when really. I think they are the foundation of success and greatness and growth. So it's a lot of people are out here like talking about, Hey, let me show you how to hit your goals. I think your goals are irrelevant. If you don't have discipline, consistency, and integrity, when you have those three things, anything becomes possible because you're reliable and you, you're the kind of person who does what they say they're going to do. And when you say you're going to do something, you figure out a way to do it. And there's not an excuse. Whoa. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm going to pause right there because what you just shared, we need to do another podcast on because that (laughs) just, just unraveling what you just shared is incredible. And, and it's so true and appropriate again, particularly for this time in our lives. So let's get into our conversation today. Uh, But I do want to, I'm looking forward to having you back just from that, excuse me, that brief introduction There's a multiple conversations we can have, but today we're going to be talking about the value you add outside of referrals. Now, obviously this is going to be kind of a a BNI centric conversation, but it applies to everyone, even outside of BNI, because when you're meeting with your clients, your family, your friends, what value do you add uh, outside of the referral element. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it actually connects to the other thing we were just talking about, but I, I should say how this got, cre- this, the magic in which this got created, because it got created because of my, like falling on my face. Your story, I was a member, yeah. I was a member of BNI in New York when I was living there and I, it was early in my business and I worked really hard in those early days, right? I was just like grinding it out. There was not a lot of teeter totter balance. And I started to develop success through BNI. Like my relationship with BNI was really like funneling business to me and, and more than any other any other avenue. And then I left New York and I was gone from BNI for a while because I didn't live anywhere consistently. And I found a home in San Diego and I joined a new BNI group. And I walked into that BNI group like, you know, head held, you know, maybe head held a little too high. And uh Alex six months. Yeah. And, and Alex is here and Alex is great. And look how successful Alex has been, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I walked in and had an unconsciously subconscious, this is all subconscious, right? I wasn't doing this on purpose, but I came in and I was like, I should just, I'm great. I should get business. Right. And I think there's a lot of people that know they have great businesses and think they should get business. So it's not even a weird thing. Well, six months in, I'm miserable in BNI. I'm not having a good time. I'm not getting referrals. I'm giving referrals and I'm doing one-to-ones and I'm doing all the things, but I'm getting nothing. Uh. And I get on the phone with my coach and I'm like, I'm going to quit. You know, I'm, I'm being righteous and stubborn and angry. I'm going to quit this, this group sucks. You know, I'm, I'm projecting it at all. The group sucks. Everyone sucks. Blah, blah, blah. My coach point blankly says to me, Hey, what value? Wait, no, he says to me, what are you committed to? 
and this, this is where I think it goes back, right? My integrity, my discipline. Yeah. My, and I go, I'm committed to providing value with everyone I meet in every conversation I'm in and in every room I'm in, I want to leave it better than it was before I was there. Oh, wow. And he, sa- and he says to me, how are you doing on that commitment in BNI? Ooh. And it was like, I got slapped in the face with truth. That's right? what coaches do, right? They, That's- they bring it right to, right to the forefront. Yeah. And, and again, I've had, this is uh this guy actually was a coach of mine for four years. He's now just signed on to be a leader at the retreats that I created. He's going to be one of my leaders. So we got to like flip roles. He was my mentor and now we're very, very cool stuff. But he says this to me, it gets put in my face and I go, man, I'm not really adding any value. I'm just, I'm showing up there. Like, you know, I, just to take and get and, and he kind of just like sat where we just sat with that together. And then he goes, so how do you want to get back into your commitment? Whoa. And in that moment, I was like, I need to go create value in BNI. And again, not through one-to-ones, not necessarily, and not, not just through doing the, the checking the boxes. Yeah. I need to be a person that lives into the commitment that I say I, I'm committed to. So, I mean, I can go into that. You want me to share what I started doing? No, I would doing? love that. Because I, so, you know what, I, I bet there's listeners going, you know what, that resonates with me. How do I, how do I make a change? I come into the room. I, I, I know the product or service that I provide for the people in front of me. It, it's awesome. I, I'm, you know, committed to this. And, and then they, as they go through, the results aren't there. They're kind of mm-hmm. feeling a little bit awkward. So I'm sure that, that there are listeners that are resonating. So I'd love to walk through this. Yeah. And I think this could apply to any business because I don't think like the business I do is specifically special, like in the way that I did it. Mm -hmm. I think I, in a way, kind of cracked something here. It's not like a cheat code. It's not going to just give you business, but it's a, it's a formula that anyone could like follow. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, how do I provide values? The first thing I said was like, what am I good at that this group could use? Well, at the time, right. And I'm really good at at talking, I'm really good at presenting information. I'm good at teaching, right? I'm, I'm good at leadership type things. So I went, man, I could, I could really add value at the education coordinator position. Oh. So at the time there was an education coordinator and I went to them and I said, Hey, I know there's a lot of work for you. They were a lawyer, right? I know they had a lot on their plate. And I said, if you ever want support, I'd be happy to do some education moments. They were thrilled you know, started say, Hey, can you do this one? This one, all yeah. of a sudden they just said, do you want to take over the position? And I was like, absolutely. Well, I stayed in that position for three years. Right. Oh. And not and because everybody, and I, and, and I took everyone's feedback. I'd create education moments based on what other people wanted, whatever. But I really, that was the first place I looked and that doesn't have to be, everybody doesn't have to go be education coordinator, but where's an area that you're, that you can really add value to the group. The second thing I did was I said, how can I just like, how can I I lean into those things that I know and that I can teach and make people's lives better? So I, instead of doing commercials every week, I created, I looked at the the calendar year and I went, I want to create a theme for each month. So I created a theme for each month based on what I do in my business. And then all the BNIs for that month, I gave a little mini talk, a one minute talk, and at, gave that. So let's say I did a talk on discipline. I do four little one minute talks on discipline that none of which said, give me clients or this is who yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. But had people go, they got like a, you know, a mini Ted talk. Um, and now if you're a chiropractor, 
you could you could just be educating people on their health on their on the chairs they sit in on how to walk and all these things and all of a sudden right you're giving people something over and over and over again they're learning from you and ultimately if they like what you're giving them you're building trust you're building connection you're building um uh, uh they know i don't know they're uh they know they're, they're going to learn to know that you know what you're doing yeah there's uh, credibility there credibility thank you i cannot yeah. get that word out um so that was another thing i did which also took if you think about don't we do better at things all that pressure is off yeah and you're not things, in cell mode i'm not in someone but we're also anything we focus on that we give our attention to don't we typically get better at it oh my gosh so, yeah the passionate i think is the word yeah yeah, so I'm like giving my attention to BNI in a way that I'm planning out. I'm just giving it time. It shows. Next thing was like my attitude. This was big. Uh-huh. Was I had to come in and be somebody who people wanted to engage with. So right, I was being entitled before. So then I started whoa, going. Whoa, 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 I, whoa, yeah. Let, yeah, let's go. Let's go back to, go to that back word to that. really quick. Yeah, that entitled because you you know what. I think sometimes we we see again. Sometimes it's not everyone, but sometimes we see people come in, and you know what? I paid to I paid for a fee here. I'm showing up, so there's that there's that air of entitlement. It's it's a it's an interesting word. Yeah, yeah. And we don't. I no. I don't think we're doing it intentionally. Like none of us no. are like bad, bad people. We just we think we're good at what we do. We we've paid our thing. We deserve to be here as much as anyone else. And we have this like. We don't real. We we're not thinking about what we're committed to and the impact that we have in the way we uh, behave. Yeah, you know. And I and I had it shared with me later on down the road by some people in the group. They were like, "You really changed." And I went, "What do you mean?" And then the first six months or so, you were in this group. You kind of were like bitter and scowling and Ooh. upset, and you weren't as friendly. And there was a moment that they recognized I like changed the gear, turned the dial, and. In that, one of the things I did was I started showing up early. I started showing up at 6.30, which when the first people are getting there, and I started helping them set up a little bit, right? Just like take the pressure off them, helping them set up, make make this meeting go a little smoother. Um, another airway I added value, right? Um, and, and then there were some people in the group. Another thing, like I noticed there were some people in the group who really struggled with like public speaking. They would get really nervous. I did one-to-ones with them and I shared kind of some like, free hey these are ways you can yeah. get a little more comfortable they were super grateful right and again this was the way i did it but there's opportunities for any person in bni to go what am i strong at and how can i how can i help the group as an entirety so you you were ways? you were investing into the room yeah and and, and that investment ultimately pays dividends huge dividends. it's it's you're engaged to the room your engagement in the room tells the people in the room how much you're committed to their success because you, you stepped up for a a support role. You, you got engaged, you, you help people where they were at uh, all the while, not asking for anything in return. We call that in BNI as everyone knows, givers gain, right? We show up every, every day we were there, we show up to give and we give and we give and it comes back. And you never know where it's going to come back from. But the point is, which I love, is that mind shift or mental shift that you made. And if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here and I'm going to commit to the room and I'm going to add value and I'm going to invest into this versus I'm going to spend my you know 90 minutes with the, with everyone and then leave. Yeah. 
No, you, you've, you got your mind in the right place of I'm going to invest into the people, into this room for the time that I'm with them. Yeah. There's one more thing too, that I noticed that happens a lot is there's, there's this subtle, like show up late or leave early or miss meetings, you know, like anyone else, right. It's tough to be the same place every week at that time. Right. It, it right. Yeah. We all have stuff. But I remember thinking early on, seeing people leave early on a regular basis, like people have to get to their, you know, their doctor, their lawyer, they got to get somewhere. I get it. Right. It's not, but the message that it sends that what's your impact, how you impact the room is what I have is more important than what you guys have or what you guys are doing. Right. Same thing of when people are on their phone during a meeting. What's the message it sends? Oh, my stuff is more important than than your when you're whatever you're talking about. And I don't think people again, nobody's doing this on purpose. So people don't realize, you know, that lawyer who has to run off to get to court on time, or that person who's on their email, or the person who's late because they're kids. We 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 all know that exists. They they're not doing it on purpose, but that that ripple, that impact. Oh yeah has a subconscious thing in our mind that we're not as important. They don't care about us. They think, or, or we relate to them as like flaky or not reliable. And that was a huge thing for me is like, I need people to see me as reliable, consistent integrity, you know, and I think in any business that matters. Well, and, and to your point for, for a lot of people, like you said, they're not that it's done intentionally. I think it's awareness. It's awareness of 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 the of of how you're seen in the room. Because one of the things that Dr. Meisner taught me years ago is that, you know, when 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 I started with him at our global headquarters, he said, Ed, just know that from the moment you walk out of that hotel room until you're back in, you're on, right? Yeah. And how people perceive you, well, again, you talked about showing up late and leaving early. What what you do there, does that mean? that you're going to do the same thing with the referral that I give you. Yeah. 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 So to, to be consistent is incredibly important. And, and really, like you said, showing value, um, showing the value that you add, not because you're, you're, you're getting some, not the quid pro quo, yeah, but because you are committed to their success. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> I don't, people don't realize how that those subtle things you know when you're late and you're like traffic it's almost like you think we don't all drive through the same traffic right like you walked out the door and all the roads got clogged up for you but everyone else somehow and obviously things happen right there's an accident and you got stuck behind it but if you notice the the things that happen to people there's a consistent theme right yeah. When, when, if somebody is always reliable, yeah. always consistent, always dependable, when something goes wrong for them, everybody is like totally fine. Right. Cause they know, but when you're constantly either, you know, not being dependable, not adding value, doing these things. And then some, you, you do get stuck. We have a really low bandwidth for it because we're like, dude, I, I left early. I just left earlier than you. Right. Yep. I got up earlier. I got, I was, and, and, and the, that ripple it tells the story of who someone is. How are you impacting the people around you? And many of us are unintentionally impacting the people around us in a way that we actually don't want to be impacting them. Oh my gosh. Well, and in our title, you know, what value do you add outside of referrals? Basically it's what, what story are you telling people 
what's yeah. the story that you're living? And, you know, as, uh, what's the other saying that, you know, how you do one thing is how you do all things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to your point, again, if, if this is what you're, if this is what somebody is, is putting out there that, you know, after a while you become unreferable because of, and, and again, not that you intended it that way. It's just happened that way because of, again, it's again and again and again. And like you said, those little ripples go a long way when it comes yeah. to referability in those elements. Yeah. I've had some, I've had a, been in a few groups with a few people that I didn't really think of them as unreferable. Like that wasn't my language, but I remember having being close with some people in the group and all of us being like, I don't know that we'd ever refer that person. And it wasn't like a conspiracy, right? No. But, but what we noticed was the person was typically like, they were like disheveled constantly. You know, they always seemed like they were in chaos. They they weren't paying attention during the meetings. They would say kind of the inappropriate thing. And they did not realize that it didn't matter how good their business was. No one cared. It was like who they were being yeah. was ruining their, their ability to make money. Well, and, and to your exact point, the moment, you know, again, we're talking B and I, the moment it comes around the room and I've got a, I've got a potential referral for you. I'm thinking in my head, is this someone that I'm excited to give a referral to, or am I going to push that referral deeper into my pocket? Yeah. Because how are they going to make me look with yeah. my family member, my associate, my friend, whoever it is? Yeah, absolutely. Holy moly. Alex, we could go on and on with this conversation I'm excited, and in one of our one of our future podcasts, uh, we'll talk even a little bit about your story just recently with you coming back into BNI. But I am so glad you're back. Um, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule because I know you're a busy guy. You've got a lot going on. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for welcoming me back to BNI. I really missed it, which is why I came back. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me here. And we're looking forward to having you here for many years to come. Awesome. Thanks. Man. And for our listeners, thank you again for joining us next week. Remember, we are still on our core values series. So join us next week as we go over another one of our amazing seven core values. We look forward to seeing you back in a couple of weeks with another guest, uh, always adding value, always bringing it so that you guys can learn and grow. And trust me, we're learning and growing as well as we do these podcasts. I want to thank you for tuning in each and every week, and we look forward to seeing you back with us next week. Have a good one. This episode of the BNI San Diego podcast has been brought to you by Cruise Productions, a San Diego-based video production company and proud BNI member. You can find us at the intersection where business and creativity meet or online at cruiseproductionsinc.com.